coming to you from Paris on a cool autumn evening. It's 5-Minute Friday. Hello everybody, I hope you're well today. This is 5-Minute Friday for this week and today we're coming from Green Space with... Melody. None other than. Okay, so what's the news this week? So bits of news that we have are about the Cambridge tests. So those of you who have Cambridge groups, uh, as you know, the testing is coming up and that's going to take place uh, in different ways for, for different Cambridge groups, but we're quite excited to, to get our teeth into the Cambridge year with this first round of mock tests and particularly excited for the Dupont-Loup Cambridge tests, which will be done in an online manner in a very efficient way, uh, which will save a lot of blood, sweat and tears from uh, from the teachers and, and everybody involved. So uh, thank you to, to Jeremy for setting that up for us. And thank you also to Laura, who um, made the suggestion that we should push uh, all of those hundreds of students to do the test online rather than on paper, and therefore us marking it. So that's for Cambridge. Melody, any updates this week? Yes, I'd like to give an update about coaching. Um, so as you all know, we started the coaching phase of our year uh, after the school break. And thank you to those of you who have filled out the mastery coaching questionnaire. Uh, about six or seven of you have filled it out, so thank you for that. And this is just a little nudge for those of you who haven't taken a look at it yet to please take a look at that. Um, remember, it's also part of your teacher training, so you're going to learn a lot of things also as you work through the questionnaire. Um, and it seems like the focus this month with the teachers I've been spending time with, that uh, classroom management is something that is a challenge. Um, so we've been looking at that, talking through what's going on in their groups, and starting to implement some ideas and strategies for making their classrooms run more smoothly. And it's interesting in our conversations, what's coming up is that when they enforce rules or, you know, demand that their kids are quiet, they feel very mean. And because it's not really part of their personality to do that. And they think that by being mean, it means that their class might not feel very fun. And so I was just encouraging them this week that strict and fun are not related. Like you can have a class that works really well, that the kids are quiet and listening, and you're also having a lot of fun together. So the more you have their attention, the more fun you can actually be and have with them. So, yeah. Yeah, and I'd just like to second that as well because um, if you've if you've taken the time and I know you will do to make the connection with your students and to nurture that connection and then you um, set your boundaries as well then the kids just couldn't hope for anything more they've got a connection with you and they know exactly where they are and I know from a mum's point of view from my own kids they They've advanced, they progressed really well in their school years with the teachers uh, who filled exactly those those criteria that they made a connection with and that who was who were strict. They knew exactly what they could and couldn't do, and that's exactly what kids what kids need. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, bits of other news. Um, I just want to let you all know that um, about all the work that's been done um, by Jeremy and by Johanna um, in systems and, and processes, there's an enormous amount of thought and work being put into how our company runs and works, how the information flows, how you get what you need when you need it, how the customers get what they need when they need it. And um, a lot of progress is being made on that and um, a lot more will be made in the coming months when we put a new system into place and although it's kind of a little bit boring because it's systems and processes, it brings um, into clear vision the opportunities that could come knocking on our door once we're extremely organised and sleek in our in our back office and in the information flow within our company. So, thank you to all uh, to Johanna and, and Jeremy for the work that you're doing on that, and I'm very excited about the 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 future on that subject. And I want to throw in something else as well to news this week. I've been having a couple of discussions with some of you um, and lots of thoughts about uh, the future of, of the Buspilang and where we're headed um, in the next few years. Do we continue down the same path, the same type of operation, or do we want to divert and do something slightly different? And um, uh, our thoughts currently at the moment and our discussions are around obviously continuing um, in the same vein as we have been over the past few years, but also why not finally find a home for the bus? Uh, somewhere in Paris that we could call home and um, where we could work, where we could have classes, um, where we could have conferences, social events and so on. Uh, so we're really thinking a lot about that at the moment and all the possibilities um, of that in the future. So I wanted to, yeah, woo. <laughs> I wanted to, to let everybody know about that that did, doesn't know. And of course, if you have any ideas or suggestions, um, please don't hesitate to, to flag them up to me. I'd be most interested. So your tip of the week this week comes from Kinjal and Laura. So we were at the Buspilang Tea a couple weekends ago at WH Smith and having some chats around the table. And Kinjal and Laura were talking about their CELTA certification experience and all the different acronyms they had learned. And they were talking about CCQs and ICQs and I was like, what is that? And they explained that an ICQ is an instruction checking question and that this works really well in their lessons. So for example, when you're in your Cambridge lesson, for example, you ask your kids to read a certain section and you want them to read it quickly, not to read every word, but just get you know the key information. Um, Kinjal said, you give the instruction and then you ask an instruction checking question. You say, are you going to read it fast or slow? And then they respond fast. Are you going to read every word, yes or no? No. So by asking these instruction checking questions, you reinforce with the kids that they know exactly what you expected them in the exercise, and it just improves comprehension overall. 
Okay, quick reminder of the next event. The next event is going to be Thanksgiving. It's next week. And we have booked Lulu's Friendly Diner. And the menu looks delicious. It's not just your bog-standard Thanksgiving menu. It's a very, very, very nice Thanksgiving uh, menu. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm really looking forward to it. If you haven't replied, reply. Reply yes. Please come. Please come. It would be really nice to see you. Okay, on to the values for this week. And this week we're going to talk about the value of efficiency. As you know, we've got four company values. We are thorough, intuitive, positive and efficient. So let's look at efficiency this week. A couple of things have popped up for us and we feel that are quite relevant right now. Um, to be efficient, we need to do, be able to do two things well. We need to be able to ask for what we want in order to do our job efficiently and we need to set boundaries set boundaries for our personal life for the amount of work that we're putting in so on and in order to be efficient we need to look at those two two aspects so first of all asking for what you want melody isn't it easy to just ask for what you want oh my god <laughs> this has been a journey for me to learn how to ask for what i want in fact, I only realized maybe, well, just in the last year, that when I thought I was asking for what I wanted, I actually wasn't. Um, I was actually complaining or expecting someone to read my mind and hoping that through that communication, which um, is kind of vague, hoping that they would get the message and give me what I wanted. Mm. So. Asking for what you want, as, as women, this is something we haven't been trained to do. We, we've been trained to please, we've been trained to make do. Be a good girl. Be a good girl, be nice, be polite, don't ruffle feathers. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've been learning and practicing to ask for what I want. And we have been, in the last several weeks, we have been really encouraged with certain people in the company, women who have been asking for what they want. and. It feels so good mm. to have their clear communication mm -hmm. um, and this is also creating a connection with us when you don't ask for what you want you suffer in silence and you're not going to get any medals for that because we don't even know that you're suffering mm -hmm. either <laughs> so when you tell us what's going on with you and you ask us for what you want or you ask a teacher at the school you're working at mm -hmm. for what you want you ask them to come to the lesson five minutes before it ends so that you can leave on time mm -hmm. or you know little things like this that you communicate you are actually rather than what we are afraid of which is breaking a connection or making another person unhappy when we ask for what we want, we're actually creating a connection with someone mm -hmm. and, and creating a stronger bond. And it actually makes the other person want to work with you and mm. give you what you want. Yeah. There's a lot, there's something there as well about stepping into your value, knowing your value and, um, and, and how to make that value apparent in your, in your everyday. Um, you are all extremely valuable people um, and and you, you you have to know that and know um, and, and know what you want to to ensure that value is there every day <laughs> and the second part of the efficiency um, value that I want to talk about was uh, setting boundaries 
sometimes we're not very good at setting boundaries because we want to give, 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 and we really feel part of this community and we feel like setting a boundary might be um, negative in terms of giving to this community of teachers at the Busbilang. Not true, not true. Setting boundaries in the long run will help us. Um, if, for example, you're working long, 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 long hours um, on whatever it might be for, for the company or for your role, um, and you haven't set that boundary of, for example, uh, after, after six, seven o'clock at night, that's my time, that's my family time, I'm not going to look at my PC or my computer or my lesson plans, um, then that in the long run will be a lot more positive towards uh, your role at the company and towards the community of the company as well, because you're not running yourself into the ground. Um, so yeah it's important to know that you have to set boundaries and to look at areas in your work and in your life where you can put those boundaries down for uh, a, more, a healthier and a more energetic um, life working life with the with the company and also i would say that setting boundaries avoids resentment mm. because if you don't set that boundary it's not going to go away mm. and some resentment is going to develop like oh and, and then you'll have some you won't be enjoying it mm. and so yeah setting the boundaries it actually like just clears everything away and avoids that resentment from coming in and growing yeah this ties in very closely as well with asking for help because when you put boundaries in place you often need help to put them in place mm. let's take an example of a group that you're having trouble with um that you're having bad behavior in you could either just swallow that every week and go and stick it out and tough it out every week or you could set a boundary and say no I don't want to leave this group feeling this way and I don't know how to get around this issue I'm going to ask Melody for help or I'm going to ask this teacher for help and, and find a way to not suffer this um, and to put the boundary in place okay and those two um, those those two uh, ways of being, let's say, are, are very relevant to, to women, I think. I think we can say that. And that this company is um, a majority of women. And that if we as individual women can know our value, uh, ask for what we want and set our boundaries, then collectively, as this collective of women, we can do that together as well and take this company a lot further forward than we could have done otherwise. We'll have a company, well, I feel like this company already feels great, very nice to work for, but if we work on these things together and really master them, our company is going to feel amazing. Everyone's going to want to work with us. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> the quote this week is from the poet Ian Thomas. And every day the world will drag you by the hand, yelling, this is important, and this is important, and this is important. You need to worry about this, and this, and this. And each day it's up to you to yank your hand back, put it on your heart and say, no, this is what's important. Okay, guys, have a wonderful weekend. Um, I hope you liked the 5 Minute Friday this week, and I'll see you very soon, hopefully next week at the Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. So, side note, Melody, how difficult was it to ask people to ask for what they want? 
Well, it was we we had, we did like five takes on that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's not so easy to explain. No, it's really not. Yeah, but anyway, I yeah. hope the message got across. Yeah, send send us your feedback on uh, <laughs> on what you think about this. Uh, this tip, uh, this uh, this request. Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. make it interactive. Yeah, let's start <laughs> the conversation. 